Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. My audio preferences have changed, apparently, according to my computer. And I was like, no, my audio preferences are the same. When I hit play, I'd like it to play. But that's not uh, that's not the case, apparently. So we're going to go in and we're going to change some audio preferences. What's up? This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. It's Tuesday. And uh, you know, the way things are going so far, you think it was uh, you think it was a Monday because the computers. Well, you know what? In fact, it, we have these kind of issues every single day. It doesn't really matter. Uh, some exciting news, though. Some exciting news. We have um, we're doing a lot of things. And if you're watching on our Facebook stream or on our Twitch stream or even we have people that watch us on YouTube and Periscope, we've uh, we've added this like pre-show thing. It's not me. I'm still like in the bathroom and making pre-show pre- preparations. But uh, the other Josh and now Hannah uh, come in here and they and they shoot the breeze and they talk about they're like they were talking about dogs and, and carpeting. And uh, Josh is a homeowner, which is very exciting. Uh, so Thank you. He, were you was uh, giving people were you giving people tips or were you getting tips? From I, I, I asked for tips and they said, don't get a dog. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll destroy your house. <laughs> they'll destroy your house. Also, again, as we learned yesterday, if you need any help with roofing or if you have any leaks, you're the I'm, one. I still have half a gallon of roof patch left. And uh, as far as I know, I have no need for it. So I'll definitely just give me a buzz. I'll come over there. I'll fix it twice. First, the first time I won't do it right. The second time uh, we'll get it going. All right. So we got a lot of a lot of stuff going on today. And in fact, we the other day I was interviewing uh, our good friend Brian Kilmeade, who was who was here in studio. You guys may have heard of me. He was with Rich Jones a couple days ago. And I had some things I wanted to talk to him about. Totally everything we discussed is obsolete, by the way. So I'm not even I'm not even going to bore you with last week's news. And that's the problem with pre-recording a new news show. A new show would be great, too. There's no problem with that. But a news show, pre-recording a news show is very difficult. And when I go on vacation, people are like, why do you play reruns? Why? The reason we don't play reruns anymore is because reruns of news, it's an instant turnout. You're not going to listen to the news from three weeks ago. Um, So, you know, it's it's a it's an interesting thing we have here going on. But there's so much, especially with this administration and especially with this news cycle, it changes so quickly that even an interview that we recorded, say, like on Friday today can be totally obsolete. And that's uh, thanks in part because of Donald Trump, the president, and, of course, the social media and the way these things are just I mean, virality, it's a thing. And it and these things move super quickly. Um, and so if you've been following along with this whole squad goals thing today, the Congress and again, I don't it's so interesting to me. I wish they actually did work. I wish they actually did work. They don't actually ever do anything until there is some kind of. 
until there's some kind of way that they can slap the president of the United States. They could go in there and they could, you know, they could they could in, in introduce bills and debate legislature and vote on stuff. They could go in there and, you know, help build the wall or get more money for this or that or the other. And, and they never do that. But when the president of the United States tweets out something offensive, they are Nancy Pelosi and her minions will they'll all get together and they will draft some kind of a uh, some kind of a a, a rep um some kind of a response to the president and they will get out there and they will formally uh, you know, they will fo- formally vote on some kind of bill or some kind of, you know, docla- declaration basically admonishing the president of the United States. They'll get everybody involved and everyone will be on. It's so ridiculous how the Democrats jump at the chance to do any kind of administrative task that is against the, Repu- the Republican Party and the president. But they they really lollygag when it comes to doing their actual job. And this whole thing with the squad is now I mean, it's taken over. And the the biggest loser, a lot of people think Donald Trump's a big loser. He's not. Donald Trump is continues to win. Donald Trump knows what's happening here. And in fact, he set the whole tone in the agenda. Donald Trump knew Sunday morning that when he tweeted about this, it would take over the entire news cycle for days. He knew the reaction he would get from the left. He knew the reaction he would get from these four women in Congress. He knew the reaction he would get from the media. And he knew enough to do it and to do it properly so that it would overtake not just uh, not just the entire news cycle, but the entire Democratic nomination process. Because if you look at these four women, if you look at these four congresswomen, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib and Ayanna Presley, if you look at these four women, not one of them is running for president. Not one of them is a Democratic candidate for president. Not one of them is Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or Pete Buttigieg. Not one of them is going to be on the debate stage. And no one who is going to be on the debate stage, no one who is vying for the presidency can get anywhere near a camera. Nobody who's running for president can get anything about their agendas, their personal agenda items out into the mainstream media because this is all the media wants to talk about. So Donald Trump is winning because not only has he kept this argument and this debate about the border and about these four women who, in in all honesty, are not the best and the brightest that America has to offer. And we discussed this a little bit yesterday with AOC. But let's not. She's probably not. I'll be honest with you. I don't believe that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has the mental capacity to uh, to do her job. She does not have the intelligence necessary to execute the office of congresswoman from the state of New York. I wholeheartedly don't believe that. I don't believe that she is of the of the ilk and ire that a congressperson should be. However, I don't vote in her district, so I have no say. But I don't think she's the worst one. I don't think she's the worst one of the four of the squad, probably the least, uh, probably the most offensive, probably the one who is least deserving and probably the one who should be admonished more so than anyone else in this entire drama, including the president of the United States, is Ilan Omar. I'm sorry, is Rashida Tlaib, who you may remember said Wait, who's it? Was it Omar said this at her thing? And when your son looks at you and says, Mama, look, yeah. you won, bullies don't win. And I said, baby, they don't because we're going to go in there. We're going to impeach the mother. That was Rashida Tlaib speaking to her staff after that was at her celebratory party. 
she was celebrating her uh, her election. It was all exciting. She had all of her friends there and her family and everyone on her staff and the campaign workers. And the only thing she could think about was, A, her son. That was very nice, uh, very sweet. And then, B, impeaching Donald Trump, who she referred to not as the president, not as Donald Trump, not as Mr. Trump, not as the Don, not as the orange-skinned weirdo, but basically as... And probably one of the worst words you could call somebody. Because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the mother. And Nancy Pelosi refused to publicly admonish her. There was no resolution to uh, to, you know, to basically repr- uh, reprimand her publicly. There was no calling her into the office and saying, hey, don't talk like that. Uh, Nancy Pelosi tried to do it quietly. She tried to, to to basically straddle them all with work. She probably tried to keep them out of the spotlight. And that's that's the other reason why Donald Trump is the winner in this whole thing, because Donald Trump knows that Nancy Pelosi does not like these four women. Donald Trump knows that Nancy Pelosi does not like these four women with their left wing agenda, with their Green New Deals uh, demanding impeachment. They don't know. They he knows that Nancy Pelosi does not like them vying for power in the party using their Twitter followers to gain support. She's even said, look, I don't care how many people follow them on Twitter. They've only got four votes. She has started publicly feuding with them. And Donald Trump knows that. And so what Donald Trump's doing is trying to get under Nancy Pelosi's skin. He's trying to slap back at her by really elevating these four women In the media, in the spotlight, in the country, in the Congress, Donald Trump controls where the media points its spotlight. They don't. CNN does not control where their cameras go. Fox News does not control where their cameras go. The one person who is who is executive producing every news show in the world is Donald Trump. And if he wants the cameras pointed somewhere, then all he has to do is get on his phone and tweet. And all of a sudden, every news camera in the world shifts its focus. Every spotlight burns bright on whoever he wants his victim to be. And so Donald Trump says, look, I don't want you talking about Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or Kamala Harris. I don't want you talking about the Democrats who are working hard to defeat me, who think that they're rising in the polls against me. I don't want you talking about Nancy Pelosi. I want you talking about these four radical, ridiculous, offensive women who in Congress Use profanity to talk about the president who bolster the terrorists who who basically uh, belittle the 9-11 attacks. I want you to focus on them. And I want everybody in the United States of America to know this is who is running the Congress of the United States of America. These women who use this foul language and say these horrible things about America and side with the terrorists and hate Israel and say negative things about the Jews. These are the women who are elected to the Congress by the Democrats. He wants the spotlight on them as long as he can possibly have them. And Donald Trump knows that all he has to do is send out a tweet and the whole world will shift its focus. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. I can't believe it's already been 17 minutes. 855-765-1045. We got a lot of audio. We got a ton of your open mic messages. And we've got some of your phone calls on the hashtag squad. It's all on the way. So stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV. If you're not happy here, you can leave. 
That's what I tell the other Josh every day. So I tell him, like, hey, look, if you're not happy here, uh, you can, you know what, or in fact, I'll just leave. What's up? This is the Marquet Show. My name's Marquet. Thank you so much for joining us. 855-765-104. We have so many, we have so much audio. We have so much Donald Trump. We have so many other people commenting on what has become the biggest news story. Well, since last week, let's be honest. Uh, Donald Trump again is, is directing the agenda for the country. Donald Trump is directing the agenda for the country. He will not let the Democrats decide what's important. He will not let the Democrats decide what their issues are going to be. He's going to tell them. He's going to tell the Democrats and the media and the rest of us, basically, these are the issues. And the issues that Donald Trump wants to focus on are not are not, you know, health care for illegal immigrants. It's not, you know, uh, college for everybody. He's not focused on that. What he's focused on is immigration. And what he's focused on is people who uh, support immigration. And also the other thing he's focused on is making sure that uh, people know that putting America first is the number one primary goal and that Republicans do that and that the Democrats don't. And he's done it by finding the most unpopular, the most um, the most inflammatory, the youngest, the most inexperienced and the most divisive of all the Democrats. And he's he's forced the media to put a spotlight on all of them. And in the end, the Democrats that are running for president are going to and they're going to be the biggest losers in this whole thing. Now, before we get back to that, I got we have uh, we've kind of restructured our show here. We've added some more. We've got uh, the other Josh. We've got Scott here and uh, Hannah is joining us on a more regular basis. And I guess while I was while I was preparing, they got together and they typed up what's called a cheat sheet. And I was reading it going, wow, this is really this is really actually pretty helpful. And number two on the cheat sheet is make sure to mention the Rolling Stones ticket giveaway for Friday, which uh, we should probably do. The Rolling Stones this Friday, July 19th, they're going to be at TIAA Bank Field. We have a pair of tickets. We have two tickets and we're going to give those away on Friday. And we're we're still formulating. But I think we're really close. I think we're really close to uh i think we're really close to formulating exactly how we want to give these tickets away and we're going to do that here in just uh just a couple days tomorrow what we'll do is we'll announce it because i think we'll be able to get with our legal department and get with you know promotions and make sure that everything's um everything's all set and then friday we're going to give away these tickets to see mick jagger and the rolling stones and what is probably one of the biggest events that will be um that will be uh, held at TIAA Bank Field uh, in this year, probably in the next couple of years, too. Jim on the north side. Jim, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing, sir? Hey, Mark. Um, I just want to comment on the, what the Democrats are doing. Yeah. Um, it's no surprise what they're doing, but what bothers me the most is you got, uh, at last count, 20 Republicans joining in with them, condemning the president. Yeah. And it's, the same, it's the same Republicans. They're always asking for his help and asking him to come campaign for him. And if I was the president, I would call every one of them and tell them, look, don't ask me for anything else. You're on your own from now on. Uh, it's so funny. We talked about this yesterday when um, I was playing clips from my interview with Tommy Lahren. And the one thing that we and I spoke to her about it, uh, you know, while we were at her book signing, too, Republicans suck at supporting each other they're horrible at it they almost it's like they almost don't want to or for whatever reason they feel like they can't and you know the republicans none of whom are perfect by the way but their biggest flaw they have great ideas you know they have a lot of experience they know which way this country should head 
a lot of them can win elections, which is great. But the thing that they cannot do is come together and support each other through good and bad. They cannot do that. They feel this moral obligation to side with the Democrats when they see or feel or hear something that they may not be happy with. And the flip side is exactly right. When they need help, the first person they're going to go to is Donald Trump, because this is a man who single handedly raised one hundred and eight million dollars in a couple of weeks. This is a guy who went out there and without the help of anybody has campaigned and has been able to bring about one of the largest war chests in the earliest amount of time for a presidential election that I can ever remember. And this is a guy who is who is cocked and ready to go for battle, man. He doesn't care who it is. He doesn't care if it's Joe Biden. He doesn't care if it's Bernie Sanders. He doesn't care if it's Kamala Harris. He doesn't care if it's any of the other 22 people who think they have a shot at beating him. He's ready and he's willing and he's able to do it. And one of the things that he's doing is he's pushing these four highbrow mainstream or I'm sorry, uh, left wing Democratic Congress people. He's pushing them to the breaking point. He's out there getting them to demand that he be impeached because it's the one thing that Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and a handful of these other Democrats who think they have a shot at beating him don't want. They don't want a reason for the rest of the Republicans, not the ones that they, who are elected, not the not the traitors who flip sides when they when they see a little blood in the water or they see smoke on the horizon, not the ones that can't take the heat, the ones that actually go out and vote. They don't want to give Donald Trump a reason to rally those troops. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Markay Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. As a lifelong Republican, Latino American, born in the USA, I can no longer be a part of the Republican Party. Trump, 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 always Trump. That's exactly. You know what that guy, that wraps it up right there. First of all, we're sorry to see you go, ma'am. We apologize. Uh, we're we're gonna miss you. We're gonna miss. We always miss people that uh, can't take the heat and uh, decide to leave their party for whatever reason. But the other thing is, this guy, this guy sums it up. This guy sums up the entire um, election process and the news cycle. Trump, 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 always Trump. In fact, I think that that's CNN's tagline. I'm not sure. We're going to have to check on that. But this is basically it. And Donald Trump knows it. Donald Trump knows it. He knows that he dictates who and what will be the agenda, who's going to be talked about, who's going to be prominent. He knows how to elevate people in the media. And he's doing it with the four craziest members of Congress to come along in a long time. And there have been some crazy members of Congress. And the person who is the biggest loser in this whole ordeal is Nancy Pelosi. And don't think that that's not the intention of Donald Trump. Don't think that having Nancy Pelosi have to side with the four people that she does in her party who she despises the most. She publicly said, look, they're just four votes. They ain't all that. She publicly at AOC has publicly announced Nancy Pelosi is giving her all this work. Nancy Pelosi, she's giving me all this extra work to do because she doesn't want me talking to the media. Well, Donald Trump hears that. And what's he going to do? Let Nancy Pelosi get away with something like that? A gift, a gift to the Republican Party like AOC, somebody who doesn't understand that crossing the border illegally is illegal. 
Somebody who said that people uh, don't have time to file for unemployment because they're working two and three jobs. This is a this is a gift to Donald Trump. And he's not going to let Nancy Pelosi keep her in the corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner, Nancy Pelosi. And AOC is the baby in this situation. And Donald Trump wants her to come out and dance. He wants all of them to come out and dance. Talib, who said and when this? your son looks at you and says, Mama, look, you won. Bullies don't win. And I said, baby, they don't. Because we're going to go in there. We're going to impeach the mother. You don't want Nancy Pelosi hiding someone like that during an election. You want that to be in the forefront of the Democratic Party. You want people to realize that this is who they're voting for when they vote for Democrats. And that's what Donald Trump has done. He's put them back in the spotlight, taken the spotlight off of the 22 other individuals who were running in the last. What did this happen? Sunday. So you had Sunday, Monday. It's now Tuesday. Has anybody heard anything about Joe Biden in those three days? Has anyone heard Pete Buttigieg's name in the last three days? No. All you hear about is Omar, Tlaib, Cortez, and Donald Trump. And that's exactly what the president wants. 855-765-1045. Scott from Palm Coast. Hey, Scott, thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How you doing? Right, Mark, how you been? Listen, here's the thing. You ever notice with the Democrats, whenever Trump, I mean, beats them from one end of the court to the other end of the court and back again, you ever notice that they always drop their atom bomb, which is their race card? They always have to go back to, oh, he's a racist. Whenever they get, you know, pushed into the corner by this guy. I just uh, wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, look, you know, you know what they're doing, though? And I, you're right, but I think they're doing it wrong. They are, they've upgraded their status. They've upgraded from racism. Their new big buzzword is xenophobia. They want, I guess, racism. Here's the problem with racism. When you accuse people of being racist for anything at all, like, you know, if it, like the White House, oh, that's racist. Uh, or, you know, this guy, I don't, you know, I don't even, there's so many different ways that people have been accused of being racist. Donald Trump, other Republicans, other senators, Lindsey Graham, even Ron DeSantis. I mean, everybody has been accused of, of being a racist at some point in their career. Ron DeSantis, the first day of the campaign was accused of being a racist. And what happened? He went on to win. He went on to win and is one of the most effective governments, uh, governors we've had in the state in such a short period of time. Everybody, what they've diluted racism so much that it just doesn't matter anymore. And when Donald Trump tweets out, hey, if you don't like it, you can leave it, they turn that into a racist thing. But racism is, it doesn't have the oomph. You know, it's like, it's like calling me baldy. Okay, it hurt the first couple times. Now I just answer to it. That's I mean, that's that, that's how it's become. So they've they've upgraded to xenophobia, which is a huge mistake, because I guarantee 75 percent of people listening. Well, not this audience, but other, you know, 75 percent of people in the country don't even know what xenophobia is. But that's what that's their buzzword. That's what they, maybe they're trying. I don't even think Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez knows what xenophobia is. I'm pretty sure she has to Google it. And that's what they're doing. And they are and they are and they're wasting their time. In fact, uh, Billiam 0401 on Twitch, he writes resolution, this resolution that doesn't Congress have a budget to crank out in less than three months. The Democrats don't care about running the country. The Democrats care about running Donald Trump into the ground, running him out of the White House. That's the only thing they care about. They care about running for office and running Donald Trump out of office when it comes to running the country and passing bills and doing budgets and maintaining a border and 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 making sure that everybody has the money they need to keep this country going. They don't care. They don't care about any of that. All they want 
is Donald Trump gone so that they can just run run over the, this resolution? In fact, it's a four page resolution, which is I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. The entire this is the same length that the entire Mueller uh, investigation memo was four pages that somebody had to waste time sitting down and writing so that they could bring it to Congress today and everybody could waste time voting on it. And I was reading it here. I got a Jamie Debris sent me a link to it. I was reading it. The the I, the hypocrisy in this thing is ridiculous because in the first two paragraphs of this entire of this resolution, they mentioned the Democrats mentioned Thomas Jefferson, who they despise, by the way. Oh, here I'll just read it for you. Resolution condemning. Here, let me get some let me get some mood music for this. Let me get we'll get a little mood music. Here we go. Resolution condemning President Trump's racist comments directed at members of Congress. Whereas the founders conceived America as a haven of refuge for people fleeing from religious and political persecution. And Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton and James Madison all emphasized that the nation gained as it attracted new people in search of freedom and livelihood for their families. The irony of them leading with Thomas Jefferson. After just a year ago, they wanted to bring down the Jefferson Memorial. They wanted that thing gone. Why? Because Thomas Jefferson was a Virginian and a slave owner and a plantation owner. And Thomas Jefferson uh, did, had children out of wedlock with one of his slaves. And Thomas Jefferson fought for the South and fought for smaller government. Thomas Jefferson was the guy who was the most anti-big government president probably in history. He basically wanted it to be Virginia and a bunch of states that surrounded it. And the fact that they use him as a herald for their agenda when he's somebody who is at the statues of Robert E. Lee came down. And after that, they were going after Thomas Jefferson and Andrew Jackson. Next line, whereas the Declaration of Independence defined America as a covenant based on equality, the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and government by the consent of the people. Correct. And in 2016, the people consented to have their government led by Donald Trump. And they still can't come to grips with this. They go on and on and on and on. They quote Benjamin Franklin and Franklin D. Roosevelt. And this is something that they're going to vote on and make public. This is what they do with their time. They don't care about governing. They care about getting Donald Trump out of office. And that's it. That's it. That's their only goal. Try to get a budget approved. Try to get everybody to rally around um, a defense bill or or more money for ICE at the border and the Border Patrol and more money for uh, for relief efforts. Try to get that done. And you're fighting for weeks. Introduce a resolution condemning the president of the United States as a racist. And you have full participation in 15 hours. It's ridiculous. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got your phone calls. We got your open mic messages. We got more of this mess coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I heard urge House leadership, many of my colleagues, to take action to impeach this lawless president today. It's time for us to impeach this president. Because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the mother. <laughs> Yeah, it's back. It's back. As, as hard as Nancy Pelosi tried to get the impeachment word out of the papers, and by papers I mean, you know, the Internet, uh, it's back. And it's all because of Donald Trump. It's all because of Donald Trump pressing these four congresswomen. Hashtag squad. 
is what they're calling themselves, or he's called. I don't even know who started the whole squad thing, but they're the squad, and and they've got a name, and they're bound, banded, uh, they're bounded together in impeachment of Donald Trump. They hate the guy. They always have from day one. Rashida Tlaib said, "We're going to go in and we're going to impeach the mother person." And that's been their goal all along. And no matter what Nancy Pelosi, they don't respect Nancy Pelosi either. Just FYI, they don't think that Donald Trump shouldn't be impeached. When Nancy Pelosi comes out and says we're not there yet, they disagree. They disagree wholeheartedly. It's what they ran on. Their whole that when they went into their districts in Michigan and Massachusetts and Somalia and wherever they were, when they went in there and they they mounted their campaigns, they ran on one agenda item and one alone: impeach Donald Trump. That's what got them elected. That's what they need to do. And in, I mean, in in fairness and credit to them, they are steadfast in that goal. And they are doing what, and they are railroading right over uh, Nancy Pelosi. And they are doing every, they are taking every cue from Donald Trump, the puppet master, and all of this thing, saying we got to get impeachment back on the table. I've got to get impeached in order for this election to go my way. We've got to make this all about me, 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 and not Joe, Bernie, Elizabeth Warren, or whomever else. And the best way to do that is to find these four people who don't know any better and who hate you more than anything else and make them the face of the Democratic Party. Make them the mouthpiece. Nancy Pelosi, sure, she's old and kooky and she stumbles over her words and she sometimes uh, calls Donald Trump President Bush, but she's not stupid. Chuck Schumer, that guy, you know, yes, he's annoying and yes, he's misguided, but he's very well spoken. You can't have them be the mouthpiece of the Democratic Party anymore because, number one, they're sugarcoating it and they're faking it and they're lying to the American people. You need to make sure that the American people, the voters, the Republicans, the Democrats and mostly the independents know what the Democratic Party is all about. And it's all about people who are for open borders, who side with the terrorists, who are not big fans of Israel, who want to use profanity when describing the president of the United States and who are all about one thing and one thing only. And that is impeachment. That's what's going to push Donald Trump to victory. And that's why all this is happening. Mark in Jacksonville. Mark, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, I was wondering, like, with all the Democrats trying to impeach Donald Trump, do any of them think they're going to be successful? Because from what I've seen, no, like, nobody has anything to impeach him with. Like, yeah. Do they, do they think it's going to work? I mean, you know, I believe that they do think it's going to work, Mark. Mark, how old are you, by the way? Oh, not so old. I'm only um 13. That's a very political answer. Not so old. Not as old as you are. Uh, no, that's great, Mark. No, that's a great question and well thought out. The problem with the Democrats is, yes, they believe they believe that they are going to get everything to work. Every, they believe that Donald Trump can be impeached and will be impeached. They believe that they can offer free college to everybody. They believe that they can offer free health care, not just to all Americans, but to all illegal immigrants as well. They believe that they can uh, ban airlines and just build railroads everywhere. They believe that they can tear down every building in America and rebuild it with, uh, with green energy. They believe that they can afford to give every American, whether they work or not, $1,000 a month. They believe all of that stuff. And that's one of the biggest issues that they have. The rest of us don't believe it. 
Uh, when it comes to impeachment, look, the problem with impeachment, Mark, is that and it's not a problem for us. It's a problem for the Democrats is that they only hold power in one of the congressional bodies, the the United States House of Representatives. Yeah. And that's where he'll be impeached. But nothing happens after that. There's no removal from office. The Senate is the only body that can remove a president from office. And the Senate is firmly within control of the Republican Party. And there's no way they would ever, ever get enough votes uh, for Donald Trump to be removed from office. This is all... I still get, like, what goes in on the Democrats' minds that somehow... Dude, you and me both, brother. No, I don't nobody know what's going on in the Democrats' mind. Hey, Mark, thanks so much for your call, and thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. I love summer. The kids get a real education for a change. It's great. 855-765-1045. I don't know what goes through that. I don't either. It's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, we Look, we're get, we got a ton more. We're getting a ton of open mic messages. A lot of people checking in here on the phones, too. Uh, 855-765-1045. Henry in Green Cove. How are you, Henry? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I tried to get on yesterday, but you were busy, too. Um, I'm just wondering, is this the new norm for the Democrats? Uh, personal attack smear the racist card, divide, and then control and get power. Because now they're saying the, the founding fathers were a, a racist. The White House is racist. Trump's racist. Anybody that voted for Trump is a racist. Um, they, they can't run on, on anything as far as the economy, jobs, uh, uh, anything. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just wondering if this is going to be the new norm. Because my kids, I got two daughters and a son. They don't watch the news no more because they said it's like a Jerry Springer show, <laughs> you know, when you turn it on. Yeah. You know, Henry, it is. It's, it, it, you're laughing because you know it's funny. No, it, it is, is true. You're, Henry, listen, true. The, the short answer for you is yes, it's the new norm. The long answer uh, we're going to have to get into here right after the break. Thanks so much for your call. 855-765-1045 is the number. More of the Marquee Show on the way. Stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV. And this is just a very representative sampling. These are people that hate our country. Hey, John, they hate our country. If you're not happy here, you can leave. They can leave. And you know what? I'm, I'm sure that there'll be many people that won't miss them. That's what I said in a tweet, which I guess some people think is controversial. A lot of people love it, by the way. A lot of people think it's controversial, most of them in the House of Representatives. And that's why there is a resolution coming to the floor that resolves that the House of Representatives uh, believes Donald Trump's racist comments have legitimized and increased fear and hatred of new Americans and people of color by saying that our fellow Americans who are immigrants and those who may look to the president like immigrants should, quote, go back to other countries by referring to immigrants and asylum seekers as, quote, invaders. And by saying that members of Congress who are immigrants or those of our colleagues who are wrongly assumed to be immigrants do not believe belong in Congress or in the United States of America. I'll be honest with you. I am an immigrant. I do not believe I do not belong in Congress. I'll just tell you that right now. 
1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. We've got a ton of people commenting on this. The squad, as they're now being called, the four congresswomen of the apocalypse. They're the ones who are, are, are continuing to keep Donald Trump in the news. And Donald Trump is continuing to keep them in the news much to the chagrin of Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I disagree, Mark. I don't think uh, Pelosi is that concerned. Uh, the, uh, she's allowing those three to battle Trump and be out front on it. Dude, don't think that Nancy Pelosi isn't concerned. Nancy Pelosi doesn't like anybody, first of all, stealing her spotlight. And Nancy Pelosi rules that house with an iron fist. And any young upstart from Brooklyn or Massachusetts or wherever who comes in and tries to tries to strong arm her or use the court of public opinion to get her to do something that she don't want to do is not in her good graces. 855-765-1045. Darren in Orange Park. Darren, hey, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, Mark, doing good. Hey, um, uh, Pelosi, um, I got a good nickname for her, Aunt Clara from Bewitched. Look at the way she talks and shakes and shimmers and, 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 and twitches. She should be polishing a doorknob collection somewhere, you know? <laughs> that lady, she, she, she's just so old, old as the hills. But I got a question. What? Okay, they're going to get together and have a vote. A vote for what? Okay, he said something. What is the outcome? Just a vote to say, yeah, they all agree that he said something they don't like? I mean, what, what are they going to do? Take his birthday away? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that you can't, like, make him sit in the corner. You can't take away his Twitter or his cell phone. It's not. It's it's one of those things that they can do. It's all they can do, really. Look, they. it's almost... It's almost an admission of defeat, if you think about it, because this House resolution is all that they can do. They cannot impeach Donald Trump. They don't have the votes. They don't have the backing of the House, of uh, the Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi knows that impeachment would be would be ter terrible for the election, because if you impeach Donald Trump, all of a sudden you make the entire election about that. If you impeach, think about it. And this is this is the big problem they have. This is why a resolution is their only recourse here. Right now, they want the election to be about Donald Trump not being fit for office. They want the election to be about uh, you know free health care and and you know tearing down borders and giving everybody free college and giving everybody a thousand dollars a month and all that you know be reuniting with Iran and the Iran um, resolution you know cutting down our trade barriers making sure that we let China continue to take advantage of us re removing the tax cut the tax cut is huge they hate any kind of tax cut and they will they will paint that as a negative. From now until November 3rd, 2020, tax cut, bad, more taxes, good for you. Bernie Sanders tried to sell it ridiculously during the debate, but Americans aren't that stupid. We're not that stupid, even those of us that come from other countries. And so what they're trying to do is is whatever they can do. Impeachment would be detrimental to their campaign because with impeachment, every single one of those Democrats would have to stand up and either agree with it or disagree with it. Every single one of those Democrats would spend the next year and a half talking about why or why not they voted, they voted to impeach or whether or not they would support impeachment of Donald Trump. And they don't want this election to be about Donald Trump. They want it to be about them. And they're having a they're having a really tough time keeping the focus on them. Cynthia from St. John's County. How are you, Cynthia? Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. Um, I wonder why we're paying so much attention to AOC or whatever her initials are when she only won by 16,000 votes. I mean, she doesn't represent anything to me. And the more we keep talking about her, yes, she's funny because she's so stupid. But the more we draw attention to her, to me, it gives her more power.
Yeah. Well, I mean, look, in a, in a way, she does only have one vote. Nancy Pelosi's right about that. And she only is has the backing of the uh, state of or her small district in uh, in the Bronx. Th- these are all true. But she basically what you have in AOC is is a distraction. It's a distraction from the campaign. And Donald Trump knows that. And every time she says something dumb or every time she comes up with a Green New Deal, it gives Donald Trump and any other smart Republican basically free ammunition in which to mount an attack for 2020. And that's why the attention on AOC and everyone else is not necessarily horrible. Now, as far as giving her more power, I don't think she's going to be around long enough to hold power. You need to be in Congress for a long time. And and this is one of the reasons why Ron DeSantis, when he was in Congress, was working with Ted Cruz to get uh, to get term limits. Because what happens in the the, uh, Congress and in the House of Representatives and in the Senate is you have to be there forever before you ever get to be a chairman of any kind of committee. And that's where the real power is. So she's got one vote. Whether she likes it or not, no matter how many Twitter followers she has, Nancy Pelosi's right. She's got one vote. And that's it. And if if she's not popular, if she makes a mockery of it or if she goes back to the Bronx and people are like, hey, you you say dumb things. You make us look moronic for voting you in here. You're you're too gung ho about impeaching the president. And you haven't really done diddly squat, except that say that you want to tear down every building in the Bronx and rebuild it with grass on the roof. I mean, if that's all she's got going for, she's not going to be there long enough to get any power. You know, I mean, remember, she's like you said, she was she was elected by what a hundred thousand people. Donald Trump was elected by millions. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is the number. Jeff in Jacksonville. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm great. How about yourself? Doing good, man. What's up? So I just thought of the best way we could sell AOC and her squad on enforcing immigration laws. You just have to approach it from the environmental angle. And that's the average U.S. citizen or, or per capita, uh, the average person in the U.S. emits 20 metric tons of carbon every year. And in Mexico, it's only four metric tons. And even better, El Salvador and Honduras, it's under one metric ton. So the environmentally friendly thing to do is to fund ICE to deport as many people as possible back to these more green countries. That's a great idea. You're right. You could say, hey, look, if you really want to reduce the carbon footprint, then uh, we need to build a wall. Because every time somebody moves from Mexico to the United States, they emit 16 cubic pounds more carbon every year than uh, than if they just stayed south of the border. Interesting. I always said, you know what, why don't we just solve the problem? Why don't we just have Donald Trump go in there and invade Mexico and take it over and make it the 51st state? That way, everybody in Mexico gets to become a citizen. We get a bigger country. I mean, you know, it's a win-win. If Donald Trump went in there and just basically annexed Mexico, think about that. Think about that. All these people in Mexico that want to come to the United States, they would automatically be citizens. They would love him and the Republican Party more than any other Democrat. They wouldn't have to cross the border anymore. The coyotes would be out of out of business. You know, we, I mean, it would to me, that's a win win. But again, what do I know about politics? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four. We have to take another quick break. I know we got some people holding Jack, Doc, Alan, Jacob, everybody else. All the open mics are coming in. We'll get to as many as we possibly can next on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> so long now the democrats have been able to do whatever they want to do and say whatever they want to say without any real opposition 
Now President Trump is standing up to him, and you know he's doing something right when they're all blowing a gasket. See, that's the real problem with this country is all this freedom of speech that we have. When you're allowed to say whatever you want, whenever you want, that's where all the problems arise. Uh, what's up? This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thanks so much for joining us today. Freedom of speech, that's the good and the bad of freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is great um, unless you're a Republican, because if you're if you're a Democrat, you can say and do whatever you want. You can say, hey, let's blow up the White House. You can say the president is xenophobic. You can say because we're going to go in there. We're going to impeach the mother. And, you know, she was a congresswoman at that point. She was elected. She wasn't sworn in, but she was elected. She was a congresswoman. What do you call it? like a uh, the uh, elect? And she goes out there and she says, hey, we're going to impeach the mother father. She's talking about the president of the United States. And there is no House resolution against her. There is no vote called up by the uh, 115th Congress in their session saying we are putting forth this resolution to denounce the um, comments made by Representative Tabi Tlaib at her celebration where she was uh, drunk and angry. There none of that. But Donald Trump says, hey, if you think that the terrorists are great and if you think that the uh, United States is horrible and if you don't like Israel and if you think that we you know uh, we shouldn't have more money to secure our border, then you, why don't you leave? Why don't you go help those other countries that are also horrible? That's what that dissolve that deserves the resolution on the floor of Congress. 855-765-1045. Jack in Jacksonville. How's it going, man? How are you? Hello? Hi, can you hear me, buddy? Uh yeah, hold on. I'm gonna go outside. Okay, all right, me too. Hang tight. We'll, 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 okay, hang on. You be go okay, anyway. Uh Doc from from Baymouth. How you doing, Doc? Man, they are acting as if Trump called some people MFers. They are going crazy. But the crazy part about this is Trump did not mention any names, but the liberals are filling in names. It's kinda like my grandmother say a hit dog a holler. You throw a stick at a pack of dogs, uh, the one that yelped. I mean, the other ones, you know, they took they took, they took, took it themselves because he didn't mention any names. How, how are they running around talking about who he's talking about if he didn't mention any names? If they go to court and say, Your Honor, he's defamating my character, um, but he didn't mention my name. He'd be like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> he's not mentioning any names, and, and they're, they're all running around. He didn't mention any names. That's the funny part about this. No, how, it's, how it's, they running around here offended? The whole thing is ridiculous. He didn't mention any names in his tweets, uh, and they all started saying Donald Trump's a racist against these four congresswomen, only one of whom is an immigrant. But he didn't pinpoint any. He didn't even pinpoint her until the next day. Uh, but you're, I, like job, that. I like that. A hit dog don't holler. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna remember that one. I'm gonna throw that out when uh, I'm gonna throw that out with a bunch of people that have they're they're not gonna get it at all. Next time we're in a meeting and they want me to do something and I'm like I'm not doing that and they complain I'm gonna say hey hit dog don't holler and I'm just gonna walk out. That's it. Jack Jack from Jacksonville, how are you? Are you outside? Wait, where did I thought he was hey, going? Yeah. Yo, you're outside now, right? I'm outside now. Uh, hey, Mark, okay. it's great to speak to you. I think you do a really good job. Oh well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Hey, hit dog don't holler, man. Uh, listen, uh, first of all, uh, about these four young ladies, who, yeah. you know, I think it's great. I think it's great that they're there. I think we need diversity. So it's a good thing. But, you know, if you're going to be willing to state your opinion publicly about something, then, you know, I think you should be more than prepared to take criticism for it. And you're not going to like, you know, all the criticism. I mean, some people are going to criticize, you know, in a way that you don't like, but you have to expect that. 
and uh, you know you need to get a thicker skin if you're going to do it, or maybe just be quiet and don't do it, and go ahead and work on your agenda. But I, I think it's kind of childish for them to be mad because they're being publicly criticized. Uh, well, you have to realize and, that. Half, I mean, they are children, number one, but also I don't think they're actually mad. They're happy. Uh, by what's happening. Don't think that they're not. Well, that could be. There are, that could be. This is their agenda. I mean, this was going into their congressional life. All they wanted, the first thing on their agenda, everything they wake up for and go in for every day, they, when they have a to-do list on their whiteboard, white, oh, you can't say whiteboard, whiteboard or dry erase board, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, when, you, when they go in and they look at their dry erase board, the number one item is impeach Donald Trump. Uh, well, except to leave, yeah. it says impeach the MRFer. But basically, that's all they're focused on. So this is great for them. They are not sad about this at all. Can they take criticism? Eh, you know, who cares, really? If you, you're right, if you're going to be in Congress, if you're going to be making a controversial stands, if you're going to be introducing Green New Deals, if you're going to be uh, letting people flood into this country illegally and, and you know, demanding that the rest of us give them money, if you're going to do all that, then you've got to be able to take some criticism. OK, and so and so that's that's basically, you know, that's basically look. That's basically what happens. You want to run for Congress, you take the criticism. But don't think for a second that these women are angry at all by this. They are thrilled to death that they are the number one in the spotlight. They are all the rage. They are the talk of the town. And they are this much closer to impeaching Donald Trump. They are living large, man. They are Look, hit dog, don't holler. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Uh, we'll be back. We got more of your phone calls coming up. Also, I got a gift that I have to I have I haven't forgotten about. I'm gonna open I got a gift from uh from Hannah. We're gonna open that here live in just a minute. Hopefully it's not like one of those glitter bombs and it explodes ever. Uh 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Got to get Marque more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marque. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. My Republican friends, he's not backing off. Where are you? When something this serious, this bigoted, this un-American happens. I was on the roof patching my leak because it was Sunday morning, like nine o'clock. I think that's where I was. But yeah, whatever. I don't think I don't know if he was talking to me or not. 855-765-1045. Program note, by the way, uh, Doc called back. I've been I was saying it wrong. We Googled it. We looked it up. It's not um, hit dog. Don't holla because that doesn't make any sense. It's hit dog gonna holla. And I was just I was saying I was saying it like a like a like a like a dumb idiot. Uh, but basically, we figured it out now because if 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 you hit a dog, even if you don't call it by name, it's gonna holla. And that's basically what he was saying. These uh, congresswomen are doing. Okay, another programming note: we're uh, we're doing some experimentation here with the show. Basically, what happened is uh, Josh and I couldn't keep up. <laughs> or yeah, like, that's true. They were like, "Hey, uh, there's a lot of mistakes going on. What's happening?" Go, well, there's a lot of work, and there's very little um, the people. So we've got and we've got Scott who helps us out um, uh, in the uh, other room hitting the buttons. But we're like, "Look, we need somebody on the phones. We need someone else." So Hannah, who has been kind of popping in and out um, every now and then, is here on like a tr what do we call this? A trial run or something? That's exactly what we're. We're like it. two week trial run. Yeah, we're like testing you to see if you can, you know, if you can uh, live like, up to the. 
Trial by fire, I would say, yeah. Oh. And so, it was, but the best thing is she's kicking it off great because she is, like, amazing at kissing butt. Mm-hmm. I really, honestly, it's what I excel in. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Because she showed up today, not only is she wearing the Mark K Show shirt, Josh, which I've noticed you haven't worn in quite a while, uh, <laughs> but also she brought a gift. Did you have one of her cookies? She no. brought in biscuits or cookies I, or cake or yeah, something, too. Paula Deen's ooey gooey butter cake. See, they yeah. sound delicious, but I just got back from the beach, and I literally, like, brought so much weight back with me. <laughs> was it the margaritas? It was probably, yeah, that and everything else. Anyway, but she brought me a gift, which is fantastic. And I'd like to point out, the other Josh, that you've never, not only have you never brought me a gift, but when I gave you a gift, you gave it away to somebody else. The Great Button incident, yeah. Yeah. And great, which, actually, she's wearing. I'm because, also wearing that yes. today. I'm telling you, <laughs> man. Beginning of this conversation, yeah. You get an A-plus in, in ass-kissing. Should I open this Thank now? You, you should. Um, if you're watching on the stream. Do you stream, want, like, the backstory? Should I get the backstory before I open it? No. No, you tell me. It's your... No, no, no. You open it, and then I'll tell you. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. Let me open the gift. It's kind of hard to get out. I'm oh, sorry. It really is. You can break the bag. It's fine. All right. It's some kind of mug. Yes. And it says, keep on Trumpin'. And there's a picture of Donald Trump on it doing some kind of disco move. Mm-hmm. That is very cute. You know, like I try. Monopoly Man step almost. I like it. Yeah. All right, what's the backstory? Here's the backstory. So there's this guy in Washington that's been a lifelong friend of my family. His name's Derek Stansberry. Washington, D.C.? State, where oh, I'm from. Oh, you're from there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, his name's Derek Stansberry, and he makes all different signs, and um, he does T-shirt designs, and that is a special, um, like, embossing type where it won't flake off or anything. It's, wow. like, made into the clay. This is fantastic. Yeah, thank and you. he's a big patriot. And thank you, Derek Stansberry. By the way, made in China. I just like to point that out. It's made in China. I understand, yeah. (laughs) Not the rest of it. Excuse you. Look, all the best things are made. This is so sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I try. I really appreciate the appreciation of my employees. The problem is, you have so many offices and studios. I never know where to send your gift. I have a whole room full of gifts. I just take them directly to him. I mean, she I don't know where to send them. She figured out she's worked here literally all of one day. One day, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Uh, that's fantastic. Good luck to you. You can, uh, Hannah's going to be on the stream and she's going to be chiming in. So, if you watch on Facebook or Twitch or whatever, you could. I appreciate that. Of course, anytime. I'm going to go back to doing my job now. Yeah, now go back to work. All right. Bye, guys. This is a trial run, and we've got actual work to do. 855-765-1045. Hey, a hit dog going to holler. Who let the dogs right. out? Who let the dogs out? 855-765-1045. By the way, we, uh, we want to remind you that it is going to be... Um, Whatever you want Wednesday tomorrow. We have a guy. Oh, now you have to pull back, Josh, because I zoomed the camera. Turn, put it down a little bit. There you go. Stop. Uh, there's a guy that keeps calling and wanting to talk about Area 51. We'll do that tomorrow. If there's anything non-squad related or non-Trump related or anything like that that you want to discuss, we should get into, you know, of course, um, the referendum on the ballot or, you know, whether or not it will be on the ballot. Uh, we'll get into all of that again tomorrow. But whatever you want Wednesday, whatever you want to talk about coming up tomorrow, if there's if there's some topic that you it, it's so far like to left field. It's something that's totally under the radar. It may not even be true. Your conspiracy theories, bring them all on tomorrow morning right here um, at 10 a.m. And then on Friday, we're going to give away some tickets to the Rolling Stones. We have a pair of tickets to see the Stones as they come to town on Friday, TIAA Bank Field, uh, 7.30 p.m. We have one pair of tickets to give away, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing that. We'll tell you how to do that tomorrow as well. 855-765-1045 is the number. Now, I did mention that the other ca- – you haven't heard from the other candidates. And that's, you know, that's not entirely true. They're trying to turn this issue into their issue. But 
they're doing a horrible job at it. But Joe Biden was making jokes about it, which if you're Joe Biden. Oh, let me turn on the uh, let me turn on the music. If you're Joe Biden, I don't think making jokes about this is in your best interest. But here's what he had to say about Donald Trump and his tweets that are being um, that are that are being voted on and resolved to be offensive and racist on the House floor. Probably right now, no matter what you think of their politics. He talked about going back to the awful countries they were from, Brooklyn, Michigan, you know? <laughs> well, there was one guy who there was laughing way too, uh, I mean, way too loud. That wasn't even that funny. Uh, but, he's, you know, so he's out there. He's trying to make it um, an issue where he can he can insert himself into the conversation. Chuck Schumer, of course, always looking for a camera and a microphone to talk into. It's become frighteningly common for many of my Republican colleagues to let these moments sail by without saying even a word. Wow, that was that was really intense. That was really intense. The irony there is how many comments do Democrats make? How many comments do Democrats make that they let sail by without saying a word? The most recent one in January is the one we keep playing today. At uh, And I'm going to play it again because it is this to me is way more controversial than anything that Donald Trump has ever said or tweeted. Because we're going to go in there. We're going to impeach the mother. It's become frighteningly common for many of my Republican colleagues to let these moments sail by without saying even a word. You know how many people didn't say a word when that comment was made? You know how many people didn't say a word uh, when Omar Ilyan said that uh, some people did some things on 9-11? It would, if it weren't for the New York Post, who took personal offense to that and plastered it all over... Uh, there, you know, may not remember, but they did a huge front page article where they had the photo of 9-11, the, the planes flying into the buildings, uh, the terrorists from Saudi Arabia flying those planes into the buildings on 9-11, the flames being engulfed, over 3,000 people killed. They put it back on the cover and they said, here's your things that these people did. I mean, it was, it was not only offensive to every American who was affected by that, which is pretty much every American, but it was a, it's so offensive to the people who lived and died and went off to war to fight terrorism and have fought for terror against terrorism every single day since then, for whatever reason. And you didn't have anybody out there, uh, anybody out there talking about her. You didn't have Chuck Schumer uh, resolving on the uh, on the floor of Congress to you know to to admonish her. That didn't happen. Tulsi Gabbard, who talks all the time, she loves to get up there on the debate stage and talk about how she was so moved after 9-11 that she went and she fought for our country. And that's awesome and that's admirable. But where was she when these comments were being made? Where was she when somebody got up and said, hey, we're going to impeach the mother father, talking about the commander in chief, the commander in chief of the military, which she loves so much, whether you like it or not. 855-765-1045. This is Gary in Middleburg. Gary, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? I'm good. You? Good, man. What's up? Um, well, I'll just listen to what you were recently speaking of. And, um, you know, because they did it, it's okay for somebody else to do it. So it doesn't hold any water, okay? One one said something that was despicable, so you retaliate by saying something equally despicable. It's, you know, so where where are we? You know, my concern is I think both parties have lost their way. That they're not the same parties we, that I grew up with. Um, and, uh, and, and an earlier guy was talking about, 
well, you didn't name any names. Uh, you know, when you said this, you know, parent racist tweets, all that stuff. Well, listen, we, I'm not a fan of the, the squad myself. They're, they're rookies. I should know their role, so to speak. And, and, you know, you kind of move up, up the ladder without, you know, trying to, to run the show. However, it doesn't take a, you know, a rocket science to figure out who he was talking to. So the, the excuse, well, he didn't call any names. Those are all lame excuses. You know, we know who he was referring to. But to use that as an excuse, just it doesn't hold any water either. So I don't think anybody's doing the complaints any better. It's like a, you know, they did this, so we did that, we did that, and we did that. And um, anyway, my final question for you is: yeah. I, I think I heard one time that you, you're a Canadian. I was, yes. And from where? From Canada. Well, uh, Toronto. Vancouver. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, from Toronto. That's right. Yeah, I was born just outside Toronto, and um, obviously you didn't like Canada because you left. You know, uh, well, I was eight. My parents didn't like Canada, uh, but, but you know that that's a you. We'll get them on the show. They can explain why. Uh, now, look, I disagree with that. I don't think that this whole you know you said something bad. Look, the Democratic Party has changed drastically, and the Republican Party from twenty years ago is not going to be able to to beat them. You've got to change as well. The Democratic Party is not the Democratic Party that was the Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy or even Walter Mondale. I mean, look, yes, everyone's like, oh, Republicans are above this. Republicans are different. You can't just you can't just get out there and, and, and fight fire with fire. Well, you're going to have to because it's not your father's Republican Party anymore. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. When we get back, a couple more. We're going to squeeze in as much as we can. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. Uh, Star Star 104.5. That also, Star Star 104.5, that also gets you through if you're too lazy to dial 855 765 1045. Jake is on the line from Jacksonville. He's been waiting very patiently to sing us a song. Hi, Jake. How are you? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. What's up? What do you want to say, sir? Just real quick. <clears throat> quick song goes like this. You're a racist. He's a racist. She's a racist. If you disagree with me, you're a racist, too. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think mean, that boils it down into the context of how everything's being played out by the Democrat Party. Yeah. Look, the na- here's the problem with name calling, and and we mentioned this a little bit at the uh, at the beginning of the show. Here's the problem with name calling: when you call someone a name uh, long enough, it just doesn't matter anymore. It's like uh, you build up a tolerance. You know, it's um, you know, I'm trying. It's like well, alcohol. First time you have like a wine cooler, you're blitz and you're throwing up all over your friend's basement. Uh, but like, like you know, two years later, you're doing you're doing keg stands, and you wake up the next morning and you run a half half marathon. It's amazing how you build up that tolerance, right? It's the first time you get hammered at a at a uh, at a staff party. You call in sick the next day, but three four years down the road, you can stay out. You can hoot with the owls and soar with the eagles. That's what happens. You're building up your tolerance. Same thing with getting called a racist or a xenophobe or a misogynist or whatever else. You know, a chrome dome, all of these things. Whenever that happens, the first time stings a little bit. It hurts. You know, maybe it's not cool. Maybe you feel bad. Maybe you let it tear you apart. But after like the 9,000th time someone has used this name or this terminology or whatever against you, it's gone. It's forgotten. Nobody cares anymore. And uh, and even, even, even this resolution that they're voting on in Congress I mean, the first time somebody in Congress says this is nothing compared to impeachment. Donald Trump has been looking down both barrels of the impeachment shotgun since he was elected, not even since he took office, since Election Day. 
there were Democrats calling for him to be impeached the night he was making his speech, uh, his, his, uh, his acceptance speech. And he was out there the very next morning talking to our friend Joe Kelly at WDBO in Orlando bright and early. And, as, and immediately people were saying our first order of business once he's inaugurated is to impeach him. There were Congress people and senators who refused to come to his inauguration. There are Congress people and senators who refused to go to his State of the Union addresses. There are Congress people and, and, and senators who refuse to even acknowledge the fact that he's the president of the United States. But he is. And sure, maybe it's aggravating the first 22,000 times it happens, but we're two and a half years into it, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care about any. He doesn't care that they want to impeach him or they want to call him bad words or racist or xenophobe or anything else like that because he's the president of the United States, and all he wants to do is put forth his agenda, and nothing's going to stop him. 855-765-1045. All right, tomorrow, whatever you want Wednesday, and we'll tell you how to win those Rolling Stones tickets. It's coming up tomorrow morning right here on the Mark A Show. Stay tuned. Rush Limbaugh, traffic, weather, news, all next on News 104.5 WOKV. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.